Welcome back to Take 10 with Jen, a supernatural podcast. I just want to thank you for subscribing to this podcast as well as rating and reviewing it and sharing it with all of your friends. Well, before we finish out this podcast about discerning the spirit of Leviathan, we we started last week and we're going to finish it out this week, and specifically what the attributes are and, and actually make sure that we're not aligned to it. Well, before we do that, I want to tell you something that happened to me last weekend. And what happened to me is I was just reading my Bible and this thought began to emerge inside of me. What was that thought? The thought was this, delivered from silence. Now that's a powerful statement, delivered from silence. And so I went to bed on that because, you know, it was just rolling in me and I woke up. And I knew what it was about. You see, I'm going to Sweden and England to minister in just a few months. And the Lord attached that thought to the nation of Sweden. And so I knew he was talking about Sweden, that he's going to do a work in the church of Sweden and deliver them from silence. He's going to give their voice back. And then he began to elaborate on that thought. He said, I'm going to create wells of the spirit, wells of renewal, and I'm going to create fire pits. Wow, fire pits. And then finally, he said, I'm going to fashion divine partnerships, uh, you know, people that will run together so that they are not alone. And so he's talking to me about the nation of Sweden. I don't have a word quite yet for England, but I definitely have one for Sweden. And that's my first stop on this trip. I do have a team with me and the Lord has made a lot of provision for this trip, but we can use some help. And so I wanted to give you opportunity to sow into this trip, sow into the nation, sow into Europe. And if this is something that the Lord is putting upon your heart uh, to sow into the nation, sow into the church of these nations, many people say that, that these nations are hard to minister to. And I want to tell you something. I've been there before and it's not hard. It just requires somebody to actually take the time and and bring the supernatural to them. The church is hungry, but it's just going to require people to take the time, make the effort, and that is what we are doing. I want to invite you to sow into this. Go to jenniferevaz.com, hit the donate tab, but make sure you indicate Sweden, England, and, and this trip is in April 2020, and, and designate that so that we know what it's for, and we apply it just to that trip. But if you want to awaken these nations to the supernatural, me and my team, we're getting ready to go, and I want to make, make that presentation to you. JenniferEvaz.com, hit the donate tab, and indicate Sweden, England. And so let's continue our discussion about the spirit of Leviathan and discerning it, and then also discuss how it lays hold of a host to victimize a whole bunch of people. And when we talk about that, we're going to talk about the attributes of pride and make sure that we don't have any of that inside of us. But we'll, we'll get to that in just a minute. So just a quick review. We know that the spirit of Leviathan is considered the king of pride. It's a glory stealer. It's high and mighty. It's grandiose. It's always trying to get into the high places. And that's the nature of the king of pride. And and so the spirit of Leviathan, the closest word pictured to it 
you know, because it's, it's spoken of metaphorically as a sea creature in the Bible. But the closest picture, word picture that we can connect to would be the description of a crocodile. And so what does a crocodile do? Well, a crocodile likes to hang around the water. Uh, so we could, we could say that a spirit of Leviathan likes to hang around the river of the spirit. And then on top of it, that crocodile, have you noticed that they, they, they float inside of that water. They're under the water. Uh, you just kind of see their eyes, you know, just barely over the surface of the water. What are they doing? They're looking for a victim. And so when they get that victim, they will actually drag that victim with its powerful jaws. It'll snap onto that victim and drag that victim under the water and thrash it about until that victim gives up and then it goes in for the kill. And that's pretty much a, a good picture of what the spirit of Leviathan does. It looks for a host, and I'll explain how that works in just a moment. It looks for a host, and through that host, that person that has come in agreement with the spirit of Leviathan, it goes after a victim and, and will thrash that victim and wear that victim out until that victim gives up, and then it goes in for the kill. And so that tells us something. It tells us that we need to really understand how this spirit works because every power, every principality works differently. And a spirit of Leviathan works differently than a spirit of Jezebel. A spirit of Leviathan works differently than a Python spirit. It works differently than a spirit of religion. And so the way you handle it, the way you overcome it, the way you, you battle against it is going to be different. And I'll explain to you how this works. And so when the spirit of Leviathan is looking for a host, somebody who is in agreement with it, somebody who will align to it because it is a spiritual entity. It begins first looking for a person that actually has the attitude of pride inside of them. So, so this whole thing begins with the attitude of pride. Aren't we warned over and over in the Bible about pride? Didn't Lucifer, didn't he get kicked out of heaven because of pride? The Lord hates pride. And, and he says some things about the proud, that he will, he will take down the proud, but he will exalt the humble. And so if we don't know what pride looks like, how are we going to make sure that we don't have it within ourselves? How are we going to make sure that we are not the one that this spirit can latch onto and use as a host? Because it happens all the time. I see it with, with people who get offended. They get offended and start thinking that they are better than other people. Uh, the people that they have been running with, they begin to elevate themselves within their own mindset, within their own heart. I've seen this with intercessors and, and prophetic people who have, you know, very wonderful revelation and begin to think that because of their amazing revelation that they're better than other people. Those are attitudes of pride and that, that makes them a candidate to be a host of this spirit principality if they are not aware of what this spirit is looking for. If they are not aware that they are in agreement with it because they have the attitude of pride inside of them. And so it, it, 
it helps us to know what these attitudes are. And if we have these attitudes, well, we want to cleanse our heart of it so that we don't become a host to this spirit. We don't be, become the, the one that, that this spirit uses to victimize other people and actually destroy other people. And so I take, I take my prayer teams, myself, uh, my leadership teams through this checklist quite regularly we check our own heart. And if we see the symptoms of pride showing up within us, we repent before the Lord because he said, if you humble yourself, he will exalt you. And so we want to keep that humble place, that humble posture before the Lord at all times and keep checking in because this can, this can latch onto you at any age, at any season, if the attitude of pride is within you. And so what are those symptoms? Well, the best set of symptoms that I've seen comes from Debbie Berto's book, Back to the Altar. And I'll give you the, this list one by one, and you can check your own heart as I'm checking mine as I read it. And so the first one is arrogance and haughtiness, then self-centeredness, self-righteousness, resistant to God's will, having a condescending critical attitude towards others, bragging and self-promotion, unable to receive correction and instruction, the inability to admit wrong or say, I'm sorry, will make excuses and shift the blame, will not take responsibility for their actions, makes comparisons with others, keeps secrets, lacks transparency, is an interrupter and controls the conversations, talks about themselves all the time, not a good listener, needs to be important, tries to be noticed, oversensitive, defensive, argumentative, a harsh spirit, demands their way, and refuses advice. And so these are the symptoms of pride. And if there is any of these symptoms that resonates with you, that you took note that that's something you're dealing with, I want to encourage you right now to go before the Lord, maybe go to another person even, and say, I have some symptoms of pride. I want to confess it. Holy Spirit, I want to confess these symptoms. I repent of them. And ask the Holy Spirit to create in you a clean heart. And you know what? He will willingly do that. He loves it when we humble ourselves before him. He will cleanse our hearts. And that also shuts the door to the king of pride actually taking hold of you and making you a host to its evil and its victimization of others. Thank you once again for joining me for Take 10 with Jen, a supernatural podcast. I'll see you next week. Thanks again for listening to Take 10 with Jen. For more resources and to become a partner, visit us at jenniferevaz.com.